Hello everybody, this is Ethan and welcome back to another episode of Chitter Chatter. This is episode number 140 and uh, in this episode I'm going to go over just, um, you know, football as per usual um, on this podcast and not just the Premier League but kind of, you know, just go over... Europe's, I suppose, top five leagues, you know, the midpoint, maybe talk a bit about the Champions League, uh, or again, probably not, I've already done uh, an episode on that, go check it out if you haven't already, but yeah, it's basically just a, a review of kind of the, the mid-season, it's the New Year's, happy New Year, happy 2022, hopefully, as we all said last year, this year will be uh, a bit better. But um, fingers crossed, Women's Euro 2022 on this year and the World Cup in Qatar this year as well. So big year football, uh, AFCON going on as well right now. Uh, not sure if it's fully started, but I know it's it's nearly started anyway. Um so, yeah, lots of stuff going on in uh, football this year. Obviously, you know, a lot of people will be focusing on the World Cup in Qatar. Uh, or Qatar, I should say. Um, being, you know, it being during winter, which is just weird. It's just going to be weird, weird World Cup, I tell you that. But, um, you know, football's coming home and whatnot. That's what we'll all be singing again. England got to the final of the Euros. Will they be able to get to the final of the World Cup? I highly doubt it. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see. I doubted England would get to the um, the Euro 2020 final or anywhere near it, you know. But that's just my English negative outlook on things, I suppose. Anyway, we'll start off with the Premier League with uh, my team, Man United, sitting in sixth with uh, one game in hand over West Ham, who's sitting on the same amount of points, 31, and uh, two games in hand over Arsenal. Now, United's win over Burnley means that we're sitting on 31 points, so when everyone else has played, uh, we sh- basically, if, if we were on uh, the same 20 games, we could actually be in fourth, as in when we get the games over Arsenal. Arsenal have literally just lost against City. The game's just ended as I'm recording this. I'm recording this on New Year's Day. Um, and they've just lost 2-1, I believe, to City, with um, yet yeah, Rodri scoring a 93rd-minute goal. That is a... Uh... Yeah... And uh, Gabrielle got sent off a second yellow, it was. Um... See, I'm seeing this. I'll have to watch the highlights. I haven't watched the highlights yet. But So, Riyad Mahrez gets penalty in the 57th minute. Gra- um, Grant Xhaka. Grant Xhaka got booked. But Gabrielle then got booked in the 57th minute. Presumably for the foul. But then in the 59th minute, Gabriel gets booked again, which gets him sent off. So I don't know, is it for maybe maybe another challenge or it's descent or something? But uh, Arsenal have some hard games. You know, Carabao Cup against Liverpool. They have uh, Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. Uh, they have the second leg against Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. Then they have uh, Tottenham North London derby, which will be a uh, very... Very exciting because Tottenham, Tottenham are doing well. You know the seventh, the one point behind United with a game in hand. 
Uh, Conte's really got their season up and running now. Uh, obviously, they're knocked out of the Europa Conference League, which isn't exactly the best. Now, it is down to uh, FIFA ruling that Tottenham, quote-unquote, forfeited. Um, but they shouldn't have been performing as bad as they were. Like, losing to, like, Muro, which is like a, what is it, like a Slovenian village? Is it Slovakia, Slovenia? Uh, I always get them two countries mixed up. But they're on, um, you know, they're going up. You know, they uh, they forfeited the three 0 against Rennes. But before that, they won against. They had good wins against Brentford and Norwich. They won uh, against West Ham in the Carabao Cup. Uh, they won against Palace three 0 Drew against Southampton, but they also drew against Liverpool on the nineteenth of December. So I mean, there's there's promising signs. Let's put it that way. There's promising signs. Uh, but we'll look at the table itself. We'll see uh, Man City. They're already starting to run away with it. They're 11 points uh, in front of Chelsea, who were sitting second. A lot of people tip Chelsea, I think, even myself included. I said it will either be Chelsea, Liverpool or City. It'll be one of the three. Mainly saying between um, Chelsea and City, I think it was, which at the time it looked like it was, but with City now sitting pretty at the top with 53 points, Chelsea only have one game in hand. So at most, City will be eight points in front anyway. Uh, that win over Arsenal um, assures that. Uh, tomorrow, actually, Chelsea have the game against Liverpool. Now, that will be a very, very fascinating game. Especially with everything that's come out of Chelsea this this week, with uh, Romelu Lukaku wanting to leave, it's um, yeah, it's looking like it's a bit all over the place. But L- Lukaku, you know, it was like at United he caused trouble. You know, he leaked them like training stats to show he was really good. Uh, you know, and even uh, into Milan, you know, he, he said basically implying that he wants to return to Milan. He's already said, oh, I hope to return to Milan one day. Uh, I, I think he said some other stuff as well, but Milan fans has, has said something along the lines of they've held um, some sort of a banner outside the ground. Um, saying something, I think, along the lines of... Um, like he you don't stay you don't people who um but but basically talking about people who stay for the rain but then don't wait around for when the storm comes so maybe implying that Lukaku wanted to get out of into when it was like bad or in a bit of turmoil maybe I'm not really sure but basically Inter Milan fans are voicing their way about their opinion I suppose on you know whether they want Lukaku back or not, and it's looking like it's a strong no opinion. So, and Chelsea fans with the things that Lukaku has been coming out with aren't happy either. So it's um, so yeah, it's a bit all over the place at the moment. Chelsea is still in second, though. Liverpool are in third with forty-one points. Arsenal in fourth with thirty-five. So the bit of the gap there. West Ham in fifth with thirty-one. Man United with 18 games and 31 points. Good 3-1 win against Burnley. Again, with United, it's inconsistent. Again, letting us down. Performed very, very poorly. 
against Burnley. Um, uh, not Burnley, sorry, Newcastle. We actually performed quite well against Burnley. Uh, three goals, uh, lovely goal from McTominay. Uh, an own goal by Ben Mee, which I'm really upset that it weren't given to Jaden Sancho because Sancho deserved that goal. It would have been his first goal um, in front of the Old Trafford faithful. And... Um, it was a really nice goal. He did well to get in, into the position that he did, and then Ronaldo with a with, with an open goal. Obviously, he's not he's not missing from there. And then Aaron Lennon pops up out of nowhere, literally two minutes after the Ronaldo goal, and slots it past De Gea. Poor defending again. Um, you know, I think Maguire has been really poor recently, and that is a lot of Man United fans' opinions. Not saying that. You know, Victor Lindelof and Eric Bailly, I think Eric Bailly maybe gave... Uh, I saw some stat that Bailly might have given the ball away the most or something like he performed worse than Maguire or something like that. I mean, with, with Bailly, though, he has literally just been recalled from AFCON, you know, which is a bit... It's, it's a bit unfair, but we need him. We we, we need him. Um, But with... I, I don't know with... With Maguire, I don't like slamming on players, and um, you know, I'd never wish bad on a player. I'm not one of them absolute idiots who are like, oh yeah, hope this that happens. I'm just voicing my opinion of I. Maguire recently, he he had his good spells, but recently it's just it's just looking like it's going on a downward spiral. His performances, and I really hope he pulls it back, but. I think why people are focusing a lot on Maguire and maybe not on the other defenders as much is because Maguire is the captain. You know, is the captain of Man United and people aren't happy about that either. You know, because people don't think he's he's vocal enough. I mean, if it was my choice, I'd probably give it to someone like David De Gea. You know, solid goalkeeper. Uh, his performance has been outstanding so far. He's He's been... You know, the person who has saved points for us, as in, you know, well, quite literally, but, you know, in our poor performances where we've maybe, like, lost or drawn, like, like against, you know, Arsenal, for example. Arsenal had some very good, you know, De Gea from beautifully in that game, and I think it weren't for De Gea, we probably wouldn't have won that match. Now, United as a team performed well, but... De Gea was um was fantastic as he usually is against Arsenal and even even in that Newcastle game he pulled off some amazing amazing saves like I I, I think Sam Maximan uh, from close range De Gea managed to uh, save it you know beautiful beautiful save and we could have lost that game we should have lost. we did not deserve to pick up a point though. We really didn't. Uh, looking at United's next fixtures against Wolves on third uh, of January. Uh, so that's in two days. They're going to give us a good game. I can probably see us drawing that. I'm not going to lie. Um, Wolves are only in eighth. Uh, 25 points. Uh, then we have West Ham, who are going to give us another game. playing Burnley again in February. Got Southampton in Leeds, then Atletico Madrid, and then Watford to end of February. But then after, after you know, March is going to be 
one heck of a season. We've got the Manchester Derby, we've got Tottenham, we've got Atletico Madrid in the second leg, and then Liverpool. So, yeah. Uh, we'll go down more of the, the table. We have Tottenham on 38, Wolves in 8th on 25, Leicester in ninth with 25 as well. I'd, you know, usually expect them to be higher. They beat Liverpool recently, got demolished by City 6-3, got knocked out of uh, the Carabao Cup very, very unluckily by Liverpool. Um, lost 3-2 in the Europa League to Napoli, so that condemns them to the Europa Conference League, finishing in third. Uh, you know, it's just, it's been a lot of draws as well. Uh, a lot of, lot of draws. Um, but then some shot wins, you know, at the start of the season, they won, um, 1-0 against City in the Community Shields. Uh, for example, they beat Liverpool, as I said. Leicester usually can be them surprise teams, but maybe it's not the case this season. They've pulled off a few surprises, as, as I've said, but... You know, I'd expect him to be higher than ninth, and I think maybe Leicester fans would expect him to be higher than ninth. Brighton doing okay in tenth mid table. You know, it's where you'd expect him to be. They they have improved uh, in 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 recent times, which is uh, nice to see, I guess. Uh, Palace in eleventh with twenty three points. Steven Gerrard, uh, Steven Gerrard's uh, Villa rather, Stevan, Steven Gerrard's Villa uh, in twelfth. Um, you know, Gerard's he's he's been doing okay. Well, mm, I don't know. He hasn't. Well, to be honest, to be fair to him, he, he hasn't actually had a lot of uh, time. I mean, Dean Smith was um disastrous. You know, from the third of October to the fifth of November for it. So, so in in a month's time, he lost two on. 2-1 to Spurs, 3-2 to Wolves, 3-1 to Arsenal, 4-1 to West Ham, and then 1-0 to Southampton. Uh, then, then Gerard, when did Gerard come in? Gerard came in against, was it Brighton, I think it was? Yeah, because Southampton was his last game, so... He came in against Brighton, uh, and since then he has won uh, against Brighton themselves. He won against Palace then two one, lost against City two one, won against Leicester two one, uh, lost against Liverpool one nil, and then won against Norwich most recently uh, two 0 Oh no, sorry, his most recent was Chelsea, which he lost three one. Uh, so, yeah, they're playing tomorrow, 2nd of January against Brentford. Should be an alright game. Uh, we go to 13th with Southampton. Then we do move on to Brentford in 14th with 20 points. Southampton in 21. Brentford uh, with a good start to the season. Maybe, you know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think they'll stay up. Um, the match against us was postponed, but since then they lost 2 0 to Chelsea in the Carabao Cup, 2 0 to Brighton, and then 1 0 to City. Uh, which I heard they were quite unlucky, actually. Uh, but yeah, they've had a very, very mixed bag of results on the on the lower side of the table, but it's what you'd expect from you know a new team who's just come up from the Championship, and I do think they'll stay up. Uh, Everton then in 15th and 19 points. It is not what you'd expect from Everton. 
you know, I mean, look, you're not expecting maybe to be in the top four, but definitely on the upper half of the table or mid-table position, but 15th, played 17 games, won five, lost four, uh, sorry, drawn four, lost eight. It's not the Everton, really, that we know, and I know some Liverpool fans might be saying, oh, yeah, yeah, it might be, but realistically, they're doing work. <coughs> Excuse me. They're doing worse than usual, I suppose. Um, on the since the second of October, when they drew against us, they've lost one nil against West Ham, five two against Watford, two one against Everton. They drew nil nil with Tottenham, lost three nil against Everton. Uh, what am I on about? Sorry. I'm talking about Everton, so sorry. Since they've drawn with us, they lost 1-0 to West Ham, 5-2 against Watford, 2-1 rather against Wolves, drew 0-0 with Tottenham, uh, lost 3-0 against City, uh, lost 1-0 against Brentford, lost 4-1 in the Merseyside derby, 1-2-1 against Everton with a uh, with a Damari Gray screamer, what a goal that was. Um... And then just lost the the whatever momentum may have been there completely by losing three one against Crystal Palace and then drawing one one against Chelsea on the sixteenth. That's the most recent. The last two games has been um, postponed due to COVID cases. The next game is tomorrow against Brighton. So will they pick up some form that I don't know? But you know Benitez is um, Benitez is. Time is running short. He's really testing them right now. Um, we shall soon see. You know, they, they, they've had Ancelotti in. They've had Benitez in. None of these. None of these managers who are usually held in high enough regards have been able to do anything with Everton. Uh, they are going to move to a new stadium by the docks, which will be a... You know, maybe, maybe give him a fresh start, clean slate, and all that. But yeah, you know, Everton are one of the one of the, if not the longest team to stay up in the top flight, and it's looking dangerous. It is looking dangerous now. I will say they're on nineteen nineteen points. Burnley, who are in the relegation zone in eighteenth, are on eleven. So yeah, there's still a bit of catching up to do. But Everton fans will be worried looking at the table. You know, they'll want to turn their form around at some point. Uh, Leeds, which is very interesting, plagued by injuries in 16th place with 16 points. Uh, they've only won three matches this season, drawn seven, a lot of draws and lost eight as well. I mean, let's actually just go through the results from from the uh, fr- from the season because the first game was against United, which lost five one in. So. You know, not exactly great for that. I remember watching in the pub, it was fantastic. Uh, then they drew 2-2 against Everton, won 3-0 against Crew Alexander in the Carabao Cup. Uh, drew 1-1 with Burnley. So they have actually won in the Premier League at this point, and it, you know, just the start of September. Lost 3-0 against Liverpool, drew 1-1 against Newcastle, drew 0-0 against uh, Fulham in the Carabao Cup. Uh, did they win on penalties? They did. Um lost 2-1 against West Ham. So they didn't actually they didn't have a Premier League win for all of September. It wasn't until the 2nd of October where, you know, they might have said, "Oh, right, we're starting off the month with a win. This is going to look good for us." They won 1-0 against Watford. Then they lost 1-0 against Southampton, drew 1-1 against Wolves, lost 2-0 against Arsenal. 
won 2-1 against uh, Norwich, drew 1-1 with Leicester, lost 2-1 Spurs, 0-0 with Brighton, 1-0 win against Palace, 2-2 with Brentford, lost 3-2 to Chelsea, lost 7-0 to City and lost 4-1 to Arsenal. Now, the thing is with Leeds, yes, they have been absolutely plagued by injuries, apparently. Um, I'll just see who is actually... Injured. Cresswell is injured. Daniel James is injured. Lorente is injured. Shackleton, Phillips, Cooper, Stroke, Bamford, Rodrigo, and Furpo is oh was suspended for the Arsenal match. But who's actually injured? Rodrigo, Bamford, Strike, uh, Cooper, Phillips, Shackleton, Lorente, James, and Cresswell. It'll be very interesting with these players when they come back. Will they be able to um make something, I guess, of it? Uh, we shall soon see the next game against Brent, uh, Brentford, Burnley on something of January. Um, move on to Watford in seventeenth. Claudio Ranieri has not uh, exactly gotten off to a great start. I'm surprised he's been given that much time. To be honest, with the uh, with 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 the state that um that Watford is with uh changing their managers, they love to uh, change managers. And Watford, another team who uh, I've had a bit of injury trouble. There, you know, there's a lot of teams in the Premier League uh, who have, I guess. But when did Ranieri actually come in? Was it the final defeat with Liverpool? I think it might have been. Yeah, it was. So... Ranieri's reign so far, 5-0 against Liverpool, uh, defeat. Uh, they won 5-2 against Everton, lost 1-0 against Southampton, lost 1-0 against Arsenal, won 4-1 against United. That's the, uh, yeah, that just shows how shocking that result was. Um, that was the game that got Solskjaer sacked. They lost 4 to then They've just been on a down. They haven't actually won since then. They've lost 4-2 against Leicester. Won 2-1 against Chelsea. Lost 3-1 against City. Lost 2-1 against Brentford. And then they lost 4-1 against West Ham with three postponements in the middle of that. So they do have some games in hand, but a lot of teams have had the fixtures postponed. So game in hand doesn't really mean a lot. And now, I know, and I know I was saying that about United, but the thing is with United, they've got... A game in hand over West Ham, who's on the same amount of points, and a game over Arsenal, who are only four points ahead. So, you know. Uh, then Newcastle, the Saudi takeover, has not exactly gone to plan. Uh, the last two games have been postponed. Uh, they drew with United, 1-1. That was their last game. Um, you know, since the start of, let's say, I don't know, October... They've lost 2-1 against Wolves, lost 3-2 against Spurs, 1-1 uh, against Palace. Three, no. Actually, when did Steve Bruce actually get sacked? When did Eddie Howe actually come in? So, Jason Tindall was managing... So, Eddie Howe, I think, came in against Norwich, was it? Or was it Arsenal? Let's see. Yeah, Jason Tindall's last game was against Brentford. So, Eddie Howe's first game, 2-0 against... So, we'll go from Eddie Howe's first game. That was like the Saudi takeover's um, kind of... First big thing about revamping Newcastle. They got they, they got rid of Steve Bruce and brought in Eddie Howe. And since then, 
really, results haven't exactly improved. They've only had one win under a house reign. So, 2-0 against a defeat against Arsenal. They drew 1-1 with Norwich. They won 1-0 against Burnley. They've lost 4-0 against Leicester. Lost 3-1 to Liverpool. Lost 4-0 to City. And drew 1-1 with United, which United played very, 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 very poorly. They actually should have won that game. But them defeats against like Liverpool and City, I mean, 4-0 against City. And even against Leicester, who, you know, have been uh, a big presence in the Premier League lately, shows that Newcastle really need to do a lot more um, to compete with these teams. But they haven't exactly got the chance, you know. The transfer window's just opened, and apparently, apparently, People are saying that Newcastle have put in a formal bid for Kieran Trippier, which will be very, very interesting. And then Norwich, the uh, the Yo-Yo club, finally got rid of Daniel Fark. They are sitting in last place, 20th in the Premier League on 10 points. Won two games, drawn four, lost 13 which is, it, it's just, just not very good, is, is it, I mean, I'm just looking at some of the results here, losing 7-0 to Chelsea, wow, when did Daniel Fark actually get sacked, what was, um? I don't even know the new manager's name, who's the new manager again, I actually genuinely can't even remember, it's someone I know as well. It's um yeah, Dean Smith, yeah. I was gonna say. Couldn't remember the 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 man's name though. But um when was Dean Smith I think it was the two on defeat against Leeds. No, it was the two on win against Brentford. Nope, no it wasn't. <laughs> that was still Daniel Farkas. Oh, yes, because remember, yeah, Daniel Fart was sacked after a win, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, was that Norwich's first win? I think it was. So, Dean Smith was brought in a 2-1 win against Southampton. That's how he started. Uh, you know, you might have thought, oh, you know, Norwich might be getting a bit of momentum. You know, they, they Daniel Fart's last game was a 2-1 win against uh, Brentford. They then won 2-1 against Southampton, drew 0-0 with Wolves, drew 1-1 with uh, Newcastle. But since then, it's just gone downhill. Um, they haven't actually won in December. It's been a winless... Um, it's been a winless month for them. They lost 3-0 against Tottenham, 1-0 against United, 2-0 against Villa, 5-0 against Arsenal, 3-0 against Crystal Palace. And, yeah, that is it for the Premier League. Uh, I think I'm just going to go through the other European leagues. Uh, not in that much detail, but I'm just going to skip over them a bit. Uh, just the Bundesliga, Liga Earned, Serie A and La Liga Santander. So, uh, I'm going to leave it there for the Premier League. And I'll see you in a second. Okay, so, uh, let's see how League Un has been doing, actually. Uh, might be... Uh quite interesting uh let's see oh oh what a shock psg are on top wow did not expect that uh yeah i mean it, it's shaping up shockingly 
to be another PSG dominated season in Ligue 1. Uh, Lille did win it. They were the champions last season, which, well, was shocking in its own right, to be honest. Um, but Lille not doing as well as they did last season, you know. They're in 8th place, sitting on 28.7. So, they've played 19 games. They've won 7, drawn 7, and lost 5. So, it's uh, it's not been bad, but it's not been great either. Uh, PSG have only lost one game. I think that was against Angus, wasn't it? I remember that. Uh, They're sitting in 11th. Um, We'll just go through the table. So, we have PSG. What a shocker in in first place. Um, you know, with Messi and Mbappe and um, Neymar all up front, everyone thought, oh my word, it's going to be amazing. Messi has underperformed, uh, I would say, and, you know, it's not been great, it's not been a great season for him so far. Uh, life at PSG has not been uh, exactly the the life he would have wanted at a start for the club. You know, he, he wasn't be able to continue his performances at Barcelona. Still on the Ballon d'Or, though. Somehow, I mean, I'm not, you know, going to hate on Messi. I'm not going to be a Ronaldo fanboy or whatever, but... I'm not even going to say Ronaldo deserved it. I thought Lewandowski deserved it much, much more. Uh, but anyway, what can you do? Uh, so PSG, yeah, sitting pretty in first, top of the French pyramid. That is league, earn and the French football system. Forty-six points, and then Nice in second, thirty-three points. They've won ten, drawn four, and lost five. So yeah, the, the closest to PSG is thirteen points behind. Wow. Uh, Marseille, then in third, uh, also on 33, Rennes, uh, producing a good season in uh, fourth, Montpellier in fifth, Monaco in sixth, uh, Nantes uh, in seventh, uh, on 28, Lille, uh, last season's champions, the champions of Ligue 1, uh, on 28 points in eighth, as I mentioned, Lens in ninth with twenty seventh. Strasbourg actually doing quite well in uh in in tenth, uh twenty six points. Angers in eleventh. Brest in twelfth. Lyon in thirteenth. Uh, which is actually a bit, it's a bit 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 shocking actually. Lyon. Um, you'd you know, I'm not a massive French football fan, but you know, I'd still, I'd still uh expect. I suppose uh, Leon to be uh, to be higher up. I guess do you know what I mean. Um, especially since they they finished atop of the Europa League group, losing zero. They lost none. Um, but yeah, here we are, thirteenth. I mean, look, it's not bad, but you know, usually I'd expect them to be higher up. Uh, Rems in fourteenth. Troyes in 15th, Clement Foot in 16th, 17 points, Bordeaux joining them in 17th and 17 points, Metz in 18th, Lorraine in 
19th and San Etienne actually right down at the bottom in tw- uh, uh, with with, uh, with 12 points which is you know usually I'd expect well yeah I wouldn't usually expect to see San Etienne you know right at the bottom but anyway we'll move on to Serie A will we Um, and yeah, Syria. Let's do let's let, let's do Syria. So, Inter Milan are actually on the top. Uh, no turmoil. I was just talking before. If there was any, there certainly isn't now. Well, still might be, but they're still doing good. Forty six points. AC Milan. The uh. The Milan rivals, both Milan clubs, uh, in second place on forty-two points. So you know Milan not running away with it just now, but you know AC Milan will want to uh, keep on their tail. You know it should be a very good, um, should be a very good title race between the two Milan clubs. Napoli then in third, Atalanta in fourth. They've been doing quite well. Juve in fifth on thirty-four points. You know. And that you know that is bad. It has to be said by UV standards. You'd expect them to at least be in the top three. You know you'd expect them to be in the top. Jose Mourinho's Roma on thirty-two points, one ten drawn to a lost seven actually, but they're on the slow on thirty-two points. Hot on Juventus's tail. Uh, Florentina in seventh, Lazio in eighth, Empoli in ninth, Bologna in tenth, Torino in eleventh on twenty-five points, Hellas Verona. Uh, in 12th and 24th, Sassuolo uh, in 13th with also 24. Udinese in uh, in 14th with 20 points. Sampdoria in 15th with 20 points. Venezuela in 16th. I'm sorry if I'm butchering some of these names. I definitely am. Uh, 17 points. Spezia in 17th, 16 points. And we actually go down to the relegation with Genoa in uh, the relegation zone, which, you know, again, I'd expect them to be not there, I guess. Caglari. Uh, nineteenth, and then a team called Salernitana. Now I'm not sure if they've uh, they've they've uh, just been promoted. It's certainly a team I've never never heard before, but uh, they are in Italy's top flights. They are in Italy's top flight, but in dead last, uh, with eight points. Uh, played eighteenth, won two. Drawn two, lost fourteen. Wow, it's not going well for them, is it? The last game was postponed against Udinese, but they've lost five 0 to Inter Milan, one 0 to Genoa, four 0 to Florentina, two 0 to AC Milan, two 0 to Juve. They drew one one Cagliari. Their last win was twenty sixth of October when they won two 0 against Venezia. And in that time, it's been all losses except one draw. So I think that is that's probably. The um, that is probably the lowest amount of points any team has in last place in Europe's top five. But uh, you know, I'm sure we'll um, I'm sure we'll see. We'll move on to the uh, the Bundesliga with a surprise, surprise Bayern Munich on top. In first place, uh, with 43 points, they've only lost two games this season, drawn 1-1-14. Bl- 
Brushy Dortmund, not exactly hot on their tails, but sitting sitting second with 34 points, 111 drawn, one lost, five. Freiburg actually doing quite well in in a in third, maybe a bit of a shock team of the season. They're sitting um nicely in third with 29 points. Uh, Leverkusen in uh, in fourth with 28. Hoffenheim in fifth. Frankfurt in sixth. Union Berlin not doing too bad in 27 in uh, with 27 points in seventh place. Cologne in eighth. Mainz in ninth. RB Leipzig in tenth place on 22 points. Hertha Berlin in eleventh. Bochum in twelfth. Wolfsburg in thirteenth. Munchen Munchen Gladbach in fourteenth. Augsburg in 15th, VFB Stuttgart in 16th, uh, and then we'll get to the the relegate. They have the relegation playoff, don't they? So our, uh, Stuttgart is in 16th place with 17 points. Armenia Bielefeld, uh, oh sorry, is that Armenia Bielefeld? Uh, sorry about the name pronunciation. 17th place with 16 points, and then Griffith Firth. In 18th points with five points, so it's you know it's actually not uh, the, the other team in Italy is actually not the lowest last place. It's probably uh, it's probably these 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 people. So what do I have? I have England done. I have France done. I have Germany done. Need to do Spain, and then what's the uh? What's the other one? I've done Germany. I've done Italy. I've done England. I've done France. Oh no, I just have Spain left to do. Right. Oh my gosh. Guess who's at the top of the La Liga? It's Real Madrid. Wow. Um, yeah, not a shocking lay. Uh, Los Blancos, the Galacticos. Are on top with 46 points. Sevilla, not exactly that far behind on 38. You know, only, um, only, what is it, eight points behind. So not, not horrible. Uh, Real Betis actually doing quite well in third. Um, 33 points, not too bad. Real Vallecano, the shock team this season. I've heard a bit about them. Fourth place in a Champions League spot with thirty points. They've won nine. They've lost. They've drawn three, but they've lost. They've actually lost six games so far. Which do you know what isn't too bad for them. You know, it's really uh really interesting to see them where they are. They they got started with a three 0 loss against Sevilla and a one 0 loss to uh, Real Sociedad. They they. Uh, thrash Granada 4-0 they drew 1-1 with Levante they beat Getafe 3-0 beat uh, Bilbao uh, Athletic Club uh, 2-1, won against Cadiz 3-1, lost against Osasuna 1-0 but then won against Elche 2-1, lost against Real Betis 3-2 won 1-0 against Barcelona uh, we'll get to in a second uh, lost against Real Madrid uh, after drawing against Celta Vigo. 1-3-1 against Mallorca. Uh, then drew against Valencia. Drew against Guilatelo. Well, that was in the Copa del Rey. 1-1-0 against Espanyol. Lost 2-0 against Villarreal. And one of the Copa del Rey, 3-1. And the last match against Deporto Alves. Uh, they won 2-0. The, uh, tomorrow they are playing Atletico Madrid, so that's going to be an interesting game. But we do come to Atletico Madrid in 
uh, in third place, uh, where they if they do win tomorrow, they can move uh, above them. They're only one point behind Real Vallecano in, 30, uh, in 29 points in fifth place. Real Sociedad then sixth, Barcelona. Do we need to talk about them? They're in seventh place. Um, again, not where you'd expect them. You know, not a lot of losses, actually. A lot of draws have affected them, though. They've won seven, but they've drawn the amount of games that they've won. They've also drawn seven. Only lost four, though, which isn't, you know, it's not horrible, but the place that they are in by Barcelona standards. Barcelona. It's not good. Uh, they're, um, they're also on level points with Valencia, who's in 8th on also 28 points. Espanyol in ninth. Villarreal uh, sitting pretty in the middle in 10th. First club Bilbao in 11th with 24 points. Granada in 12th. Osun in 13th. Celta Vigo in 14th. Mallorca, very happy to see them in 15th. Uh, had an exchange student uh, in our school from Mallorca. Um... Really, like, really, like, really, um, energetic. I think the way to describe him would be, uh, but he was a big fan of Mallorca, and uh, I've been keeping an eye on them ever since. They're in 15th, Getafe in 16th, Elche in 17th, Deporto Alves in 18th, Caddies in 19th, and Levante 20th with eight points. And that is Europe's top five leagues all done and covered. I did not expect it to be this long, but I went into a lot of detail in the Premier League. Uh, so, yeah, um, I'm going to leave it there, thank you very much for listening, as always, I hope you have a great afternoon, great evening, great morning, great day, great night, or wherever you are in the world, listen to this episode of Chit Chat, once again, thank you very much for listening, as always, keep safe, and I will see you later.